0: To confess all the shit that you did and not get caught because of some dumb new law. Douglas Slim and Juanita, the podcast.
1: So Douglas looks very different today. Very different. <laughs> he has an uh he has a plastic eye patch over his eye. It's like <laughs> a see-through, um see-through pirate eye patch.
0: Yeah, yeah. I look like a DIY Terminator.
1: Yeah, and he's got tapes holding that eye patch down. It's not even a string, you know, like a proper yeah. pirate. It's an eye
0: protection uh patch, just to let you know. Right. Because I had an eye surgery yesterday. Remember?
1: Yes. Yes. Yesterday
0: was my right eye. Today I'm going for my left eye. Mm-hmm. So yesterday's uh, right eye surgery went all right. When uh-huh. good, the doctor was very proud of my progress and how calm I was throughout the entire process. Right. And as a reward, I got an eye patch.
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you got a lollipop or something <laughs> at the end, you know.
0: I'm not a child. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an adult going in for eye surgery, man. Yeah, so I got this eye patch, mm-hmm. uh, and because it's to protect me uh, from accidentally touching my eyes and introducing some like weird stuff into it, because yeah. right now it needs to heal. Right. And uh, I can't have any like foreign substance mm-hmm. go in mm-hmm. to catch out the healing process, lah. Yeah. the a of pantan Larangs as well, man Right, like what? Oh yeah, for uh, a week For a week, I can't wash my hair Oh Weird, right? Why? I don't know, that's why I was like, saying Excuse me, doctor Wash my hair, meaning like My bulu mata hair Like my eyebrow hair My eyelashes <laughs> hair No, no, hair hair I was like, oh, why? Huh? So, no, because the shampoo might go in
1: Right, do you I, tell your doctor That you're not a child? <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think he, did. he He looks at me He goes like This guy has got an IQ Of 5 year old <laughs> Better make sure I go through the steps Like one by one With him Yeah so no swimming So that's quite obvious Because yeah, then the chlorine, chlorine Might go into the eye mm-hmm. uh, No intense activities uh, So jogging Boxing I don't know why He thinks I do boxing uh, And stuff like that So I can't do my Jumping jacks In the studio anymore
1: Right yeah Douglas does about 500 Jumping jacks in the studio Every day by the yeah, way Yeah uh-huh.
0: Fitness freak that I am Okay yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But they did allow One activity They said yeah. You can definitely play golf.
1: Do you play golf? No, I don't. So thanks very much, <laughs> huh, Doctor?
2: Why? FM.
1: So Douglas had eye surgery yesterday mm-hmm. and now he's walking around with a plastic pirate eye patch <laughs> held down by what's that tape?
0: Yeah, yeah. It's just normal like scotch tape. <laughs> <laughs> and they gave me extra extra scotch tape as well because oh, I have to take man. off the eye patch to apply eye drops uh-huh. Yeah, every two hours. Right. It's, it's quite a quite a thing, man.
1: Can we put this picture on Instagram?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I mean, I'm completely fine. I think we should document this uh, momentous occasion.
1: Yeah. You want to
0: hear about the surgery? Yes,
1: please.
0: Crazy surreal, man. So, I was told, right, Douglas, you got to prepare about three hours. I'm thinking, oh no, I'm going to be on the operating table for three hours. Uh-huh. And then my mind starts, you know, like going to all the... All the doctor shows that I've watched, right? Like you know, five six doctors sitting around. There's a heart monitor, beep beep beep, and then they're like shouting all these terms, right? Yeah. It turns out the uh-huh. procedure is only ten minutes. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but you need to prep the eye. So
1: you did have to kind of lie there for three hours.
0: For no, for ten minutes only. The other oh. time I was allowed to walk around, but uh, right. the initial testing took about twenty five minutes uh-huh. when they were checking my vital signs and all that. Yeah. Then after they're going to prep the eye, uh-huh. I had to put a lot of eye drops to dilate the eye so you can see. My right eye. Yeah. Just getting bigger and bigger. Not, not, not the eye, the, like the kanta. What's it? The lens, I think. Right. Yeah, getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. So then the doctor will check and okay, you are ready. And he was like, okay, so, so what happens, doctor? He was like, so you go to the first room mm-hmm. and then a laser will cut your eye. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. Like, okay. <laughs> You're a bit scared. He said, don't worry, this laser is very precise. <laughs> and then once they cut your eye, then we will bring you to the operating theater where the doctor then will replace your lens because I did right. something called refract lens replacement. Okay. Yeah.
1: And this is because it's correct your short sightedness. Short
0: sightedness and a bit of esthetic. Right. Yeah. So it's for people who have cataract. This is the surgery that they do. Oh. So I don't have cataract just yet. Right. But I uh, might as well her since I'm already having difficulty uh, reading and stuff like that. Right. Uh-huh. So then comes the actual surgery. You have to look into the bright light that they put in front of you. And I swear, Juanita, if you didn't know this was eye surgery, yeah. if you got into a state where you were like that, you would think you're being probed by aliens. What? Because <laughs> it's the the machine sounds like cheap,
2: all these weird
0: alien spaceship sounds in this. Bright light changes shapes in front of you Because they're doing stuff to your eye oh. So it's like It's this weird like illuminati symbols That, that wow. flash in and out It was really surreal Yeah that And then, the next scary. thing I know he go, a Doctor is like You did very well Your heart rate was very good You are a very brave person He said
1: Wow mm. That's kind of sweet Okay mm. But now let's do a test To see uh, if your eye works Okay
0: Oh okay Let me close the left eye And just yes. use the one that was operated on Okay ready Okay
1: How many fingers am I holding up now? Three now,
0: it's so easy lah. Five now, you're just holding up one teacher. Wanita is showing <laughs> bad sign at me.
2: <laughs> Fly
0: FM.
1: So Nor Sajat is a trans woman who left Australia to seek asylum, but she posted a video on TikTok and said that she is going to be a guest now on Ellen DeGeneres. Wow. Yeah, she's a second Malaysian to uh, be a guest on Ellen DeGeneres Show. Who was the show? first Malaysian? Henry Golding, Malaysia's Pride and Joy.
0: Wow, wow, well well done. Uh, uh, so what, Ellen is now based in Australia, is it?
1: What? No. Uh, just, okay, just listen to this.
0: Oh, she's going to fly from Australia to US to do the Ellen Show. Yeah, but all. I don't know why everyone is making such a big fuss about this because I was actually the third Malaysian to be featured on New York Times Square.
1: Oh. Yep, yep, Nobody yep. heard about.
0: <laughs> Nobody not just they didn't hear about it, They didn't care also. <laughs> like, like because let me tell yeah. you what happened, right?
1: Oh, yes, please. I'm dying to know.
0: <laughs> so I did a play with my friend Gavin Yep in New York. This was in 2019. Yes. Uh we were invited by New York yeah, out of class. So we went over there what to do, you do mean the you show. You were
1: invited by New York like the this- the state
0: not the state lah, the uh, theatre community oh, okay, over okay. there <laughs> invited us to go and do a show at the same place that Lynn, manuel Miranda debuted Hamilton just saying just like Broadway at, at the public theatre yeah right so uh, we were there and then we got a billboard on the Nasdaq building in Times Square right we were told it's going to be up on this day uh, this time to this time please go and record it so we can at least put on social media or you know ah. send back to Malaysia as like kenangan kenangan lah, right Yeah. so Gavin and I went to the Nasdaq building Stood in front of it yeah. Took out our phones uh-huh. Standby to record Our epic ad That's going to be On the New York uh, Times Square billboard right. We waited 5 minutes didn't appear 10 minutes didn't appear 20 minutes didn't appear We were there for 40 minutes It was
1: 40 I thought you were going to go Like 3 hours not, later <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not that dedicated Like, it, like 40 minutes We were a bit old they so tired Our hands are tired right and, and it's drizzling And we're a bit miserable Like when is this ad coming out We're just standing here Recording an empty billboard yeah, <laughs> like for so long, and the security we're getting suspicious, uh-huh. cause. In their eyes yeah. They were like Why are these two Asians here Waiting to film The NASDAQ building right. Do they know Something is going to happen That we right. don't So they were on full alert they, they didn't take Their eyes off us They were like Looking at us I was like Gavin, Gavin We're being <laughs> monitored By the security I, I think in their heads They were like Man these two Asians Are up to something Soon they're going to Bring out the chopsticks And attack us Like <laughs> two bags of rice Are going to fly Into the NASDAQ <laughs> building We are under A terrorized attack <laughs> fly FM.
1: So EPL happening over the weekend. Oh yeah. Um I saw the table.
0: Oh, did you did you understand I, it though?
1: I don't know. I just saw the top 5 was like what okay. Chelsea, Man City, Liverpool, West Ham and Arsenal.
0: Yeah. Also, oh, yeah, 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 So it's so unexpected, you know, Why? because like no one expected West Ham to be there in the top five, and especially not Arsenal, because they started <laughs> with three straight defeats. Yeah, like they were they were at the bottom of the table, and they climbed up. It's just that last week they lost big to Liverpool. But mm-hmm. hey, who hasn't lost big to Liverpool? <laughs> <laughs> Brighton and Hove Albion, that's too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but Brighton and Hove Albion is not uh, playing anymore, right? I thought they were like losing. They're not. I don't know. Check the schedule. They're not there.
0: They're not playing anymore. Why would they not play anymore?
1: I don't know. Are they not?
0: Well, because they lost last week. Yeah. It's not Kalamati. This is not like... uh, Yeah, you don't... Get knocked out If you lose This is the oh, league okay. So you can lose Many times And still play Case in point Arsenal <laughs> Yeah Last week Brighton Yeah Not good like, We lost to a Revitalised Aston Villa Because they had A right. new manager mm-hmm. uh, But you know What do you call it United also has A new manager But okay yeah. they, are, they are playing Chelsea I don't think The new manager Is going to help there <laughs> However <laughs> However Brighton and Hove Albion Hey Malaysian Brighton and Hove Albion Supporters Club I think we stand A really good chance Of winning this sweet because guess who we are playing Juanita? Who? <laughs> Leads.
1: Leads? Exactly. Like what is that? It's not even like a real word hey, Leeds how dare you look down on Leeds <laughs> Bra- who knew Brighton & Hove Albion before this round of a EPL? lot of
0: people knew Brighton & Hove Albion <laughs> what you got friends who stand in Leeds is it no No. okay so we're playing Leeds <laughs> they're rubbish la, Okay. so don't worry guys we're gonna bounce back I can assure you three points are in the pocket already in fact I already cashed out the three points so <laughs> are you ready for our victory our impending victory chant for this weekend's games Malaysian Brighton Hove Albion Supporters Cup let's See you stand up right now pick up those proud hands and let the seagulls hear you let's go uh, 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 uh. Brighton and Hove Albion we can be champions it is timely to whack leads nicely before we whack everyone we can beat everyone dun, 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 dun.
1: I hope there weren't any Brighton & Hove Albion fans driving and then, you know, letting <laughs> go off the steering wheel.
0: Fly. F-M.
1: So, 152 school students from Seremban got food poisoning. Canteen <sighs> had to shut down oh. the kids, you know, obviously experience... Whatever that you experienced well, yeah, cherry berry <laughs> <laughs>
2: yes,
1: I didn't want to say it But yeah, cherry berry Vomiting oh, Headache man. Some even got fever yeah. But don't worry Everyone's in stable condition now
0: So basically the canteen had some faulty food right? Because 152 students from the same school All got food poisoning Correct Okay so now this part Let me be very clear This part is a joke uh. Okay I'm going to tell a joke now So I don't want the canteen (laughs) operator To listen to this Or their friends to listen to this And like Douglas Lee made fake and baseless accusations against you (laughs) This is clearly a joke Okay Now, so I'm thinking, why would a hundred and fifty two students suddenly get food poisoning from the yeah. same canteen person? Yeah. Now, I'm guessing maybe uh, because school just reopened, right? Yeah? Maybe this canteen person had made some food before the lockdown, <laughs> like some curry pup, and he was wondering, "hmm, I wonder if it hasn't expired yet. <laughs> maybe I can use the <laughs> because I don't know ways and the, the kids all ate it like crazy again <laughs> uh, it's a joke I'm sure this did not happen I'm just saying it for laughs uh,
1: but can you imagine 152 school students yeah. get uh, food poisoning you see like
0: when, when one student goes like chikgu food poisoning nak bagi maybe the teacher will be like okay you go and yeah. when the second fellow does it you're like okay something's happening here either they're bluffing they're going in there to you know do some bad stuff or what uh-huh. then the third person the fourth person the The 152nd student does it. You know, you are having a crisis in this school, you know. Yeah,
1: but I'm thinking, how on earth? Is our 152 students gonna to run to the toilets? There's definitely not 152 toilets in yeah.
0: school. <laughs> yeah, especially Malaysian schools, right? You're lucky you got like 12 toilets. Yeah. <laughs> Correct.
1: So what was the situation I, like? I, I man? don't know,
0: man. In an emergency like this, I think anything also you use the like, toilet, <laughs> uh sink, uh, basin, uh, some hole on the floor, some plastic bag, your teacher's handbag, whatever <laughs> that can contain stuff like <laughs> la. fly FM.
1: So 152 students from a school in Seremban Kena food poisoning Because of that The entire canteen had to shut down the <laughs> Students are obviously you know, out of school right now But you said that you had a major crisis At your school as well
0: Yes, uh, it didn't involve cherry berry <laughs> Neither did it involve a canteen But we went through something called A prefect strike
1: Prefect strike. yeah, Yeah, yeah pengawas.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pengawas. And, and as kids back then, we had no idea what a strike was, right? We were like, uh, what do you mean you refuse to do your duty? What is this all about? So yeah. what happened was, uh, my school at that time, uh, mm-hmm. Victoria Institution, right. I'm sure you've heard of it. It's one of the oldest schools in Malaysia. Yeah. It's got a very colonial background, a lot of history and stuff like that. Proper. And so... At that time, I don't know what actually happened now, But there were rumours that they were going to change the school name right. So we are going to lose all the heritage and the history of Victoria Institution And I think they were going to change it to something like Sekolah Menengah Jalan Hang Or something like that oh. To reflect the geographical location Because that's where we were located Right. So the prefects were not having any of this mm-hmm. And they issued an ultimatum to the, to the administration And they were saying like, Look, if you don't bantah this name change yeah. The prefects are not going to work Wow Like we refused To discharge our duties And (laughs) so It it,
1: (laughs) it was big news
0: right This is next level Initially uh, The teachers and all Thought it was a hoax Or like thought like No they're not going to Go through with it Uh So just let it be And true enough When Monday rolled around The students like We had no idea what to do (laughs) Because the bell rang And there was no uh, Enforcement So we were like "Uh, Do we line up Or do we continue playing Like what's happening (laughs) So Monday that happened Tuesday Kids started bringing Basketball shoes to school And we we were like (laughs) Our shirts were tucked out We started Getting really creative Yo and went rogue No rules man the, the, the cops are not here anymore <laughs> <laughs> The prefects were staying In the prefects room By themselves Like sulking We are not working Unless wow. they bantah The school decision <laughs> By Wednesday The teachers had to assume The role of the prefects
1: Wow seriously Yeah, yeah the
0: teachers had to come And make us line up And like check the <laughs> stuff All the teachers were unhappy Except one teacher Cikgu Samsudin Because he was the Disciplined teacher So now he was the Head honcho He was like shouting orders Like Shweb You pergi tandas You check Cikgu sure pergi tandas eh, Cikgu was like, Excuse me, saya guru besar tau. <laughs> and then he was like, I don't care. Now I'm guru disciplined. I'm number one. We check tandas. Poor <laughs> HM was checking the tandas for like contraband.
1: <laughs> Fly FM. So we're talking about cars, cops, and Kenya. Thirty Proton X70s were handed over to the Kenya Police Department, which was pretty cool. Um, they come in blue and green though, so wow. it's colours that we don't have in Malaysia.
0: That is so cool, man. So, yeah. our Proton X70s are being used to catch criminals in Kenya.
2: Yes. Uh,
0: <laughs> I'm an SUV guy. I like the SUVs. And I right. must say, the X70 is one of the better-looking SUVs on the yeah. road. It's got a proper presence, right? It's like yeah. it's there. It looks menacing. Yeah. It's like in your face. You're like, I am a strong car. <laughs> that's, that's what you want in a cop car. You don't want like yeah. some faffy. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like some like nice polite car, you want a X seventy. But there are some Malaysian brands yeah. that have made it overseas mm-hmm. that I feel so proud of. Right, yeah. uh, Jimmy Choo. Right uh, A lot of women know Jimmy Choo
1: Yeah, for sure Shoes Yeah And first, he's such a nice person First time
0: I heard Jimmy Choo was I don't know which celebrity you were saying It was on Hollywood no One of those E was Red carpet stuff Yeah And she was like uh, Yeah, I got my Jimmy Choo's on And then I'm a Jimmy Choo's I'm like, what? <laughs> what shoe is this? What is does this shoe sound Malaysian? <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Turns out he is Malaysian, right? That <laughs> nah, nah, third Jimmy Choo Well done Life chili sauce Have you heard of that? Yes. I didn't know
1: that was Malaysian.
0: Malaysian. And it's all over the world I think like in any place in the world, in places where you won't even find shops, I think you will find a live chili sauce (laughs) bottle somewhere there. That's how popular our Malaysian brands are. But uh, even the small Malaysian made stuff also make it a broad one, you know? Yeah. One of my first experiences of this was when I flew to the UK to study. Right. Uh, So I was there. I was busking to Mm -hmm. make some extra money. And one of my first (laughs) friends I met on the streets of Canterbury was this trader... Uh, called Pablo from Italy. Pablo? Yeah, Pablo. He had a cart and he was selling all these knickknacks and trinkets and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So, he asked for a song. I forgot what it was. Uh, I played the song. I sang it and he was like, oh, Douglas, that's fantastic. And so, he, that was a bad Italian accent, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> and he gave me the slinky. It was a slinky. Yeah. Uh, it's a thing that that you put it
1: on the top of the stairs and then you watch it fall, fall down, down by itself, yeah. right? Give it's me a slinky. Spring.
0: Yeah. He gave me this toy. He was like, "This, this for you because you, you know, sang good song, whatever." Yeah. And I look at the slinky. Uh-huh. It said, "Made in Penang." <laughs> How cool is that right? So ironic or so, like, I flew eight hours in Monorita. I flew eight hours across, I don't know how many oceans to get to London to get a slinky mate in Penang when I could have asked my cousin Chin Huat to buy from Batu Fringi. <laughs>
1: Fly FM. Our question for you today is, have you ever seen anything overseas that reminded you of Malaysia? James, what is your story?
2: So a few years ago, I was in Russia for a work assignment. So wow. I was there for a few weeks. So I, I, I mean, it was a very confusing time for me, and I missed home a lot and things I like know. that. So, you know, I so was walking around thinking, it would be nice to see something Malaysia. So after a few weeks while I was there, I was like uh, walking around and I saw a Malaysian-made car. I saw a Satria bright red such a. I it, it made me so excited you know it was a bit confusing because generally in Russia you see the cars there mm-hmm. uh, you don't even know the names of the cars and to be honest <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm guessing I was not in a good part of Russia but sometimes it, the cars don't have doors <laughs> so, so to see a Malaysian car bright red and everything got me excited so I quickly ran to the car uh-huh. just to Touch it lah You know, <laughs> you know <laughs> Get, get back a piece of Malaysia You know felt, felt like home a little bit Okay
1: Did you, did you look for the owner Of the car?
2: Uh, fortunately He came back to the car And guess oh, right. what? What? It's a Malaysian guy Oh nice So we started Chit chatting About how You know Malaysia Nice to speak Our local language In Russia And yeah. things like that He had been there For a couple of years But it was really good uh, To see uh, A Malaysian car In the middle of Russia
1: Patriotic lah Why? So the worst thing that can happen to you as a journalist, right, is to get kicked out of an interview with a major celebrity. Oh
0: yeah, that's egg on the face, man.
1: Uh huh. This happened to a journalist recently.
2: Let it be known, if you are going to interview Adele, you will better be prepared.
1: After admitting he had not listened to her new album, causing a disastrous interview, the host of Week in Sunrise was suspended for two weeks. Look, Matt seems like a lovely bloke, but heaven help us, do your homework. <laughs> uh, there's a long flight over to London. Put, put your earbuds in and listen to her album. It's not that difficult. Reporter Matthew Doran, he uh, it was supposed to interview Adele. Mm-hmm. He did not listen to her album on the flight from Australia to London and when she asked him what do you think of the album he said, I didn't listen to it.
0: Yo, already lazy, honest, amal.
1: What
2: a <laughs> like,
0: Come on, man. Take a leaf out of Malaysia's playbook. If you're lazy, don't be honest. <laughs> Just say, yeah, 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 very nice. Something generic lah. Exactly. Just, come on. And okay, uh, the flight from uh, this, uh, Sydney to London, right, I checked. Uh, yeah. 22 hours long huh?
1: Oh my gosh He could have
0: listened To the album 22 times If he had Uh. listened To Adele's album 22 times He would have listened To it more times Than Adele (laughs) (laughs) He would have been An expert on everything Adele would have been So So impressed by him Uh
1: Uh-huh What was worse was that He could upload an Instagram picture Before the interview Had time to do that And you can see lah The hate comments Oh you got time to gram But no time to just You know Listen to the album
0: You have uh, Interviewed a lot of big stars before right Because you've been in radio for so long
1: Yes Have you
0: ever showed up To an interview Like maybe Not so prepared
1: (laughs) Yes and no I I was prepared So I flew to Manila To Mm. interview Shawn Mendes I
2: know
1: That was like Oh my gosh Sean Mendes, right? So yeah. I went to Manila. I was, I was prepared. I prepared the you know, questions and what I'm going to ask him. Did
0: you in your head like, imagine what he was going to answer also? Yeah, of okay. course. Wow, that for was sure. A role play in your head. Huh? Okay.
1: <laughs> pr met the whole team. Then I walked into the interview room, sat there, and across the couch was his entire team, right? Like 20 of them. Yeah. Next to me was this beautiful Sean Mendez. Oh, yeah, yeah. I looked at him, and oh my God, Douglas, I forgot. Everything.
0: Well, his eyes is it?
1: His eyes, his face, his whole being. And because he's so warm, I just I melted.
0: Yeah, I have that effect on people also.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> Not about you, okay? <laughs>
0: No, but after this, we are going to interview Adele. We're going uh-huh. to try to interview Adele. Uh, can you not be so starstruck? <laughs> like, can you be more mature this time around?
1: I can't wait.
2: Fly FM.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're hanging out with Juanita and Douglas today. Don't forget me. Right. Adele is here because um, <laughs> a reporter flew 10,000 miles to yeah. speak with Adele, only to tell her that he hadn't listened to her album and got kicked out of the interview. Terrible. Which is why the only way to make this right is to interview Adele. Adele today. Hi Adele. Hello. Are you ready to face <laughs> some tough questions? So easy on me, baby. Sure for sure. Go yeah easy yeah. On you. Don't worry
0: Adele we will go easy on you. We are very friendly here in Malaysia. Yeah. Oh but uh, you're sweating a bit. It looks like the Malaysian weather is uh, getting to you. Are, is it too hot for you?
2: There's a
1: fire starting. Of course. Now, how, how do you respond to rumours about you? Never true, never true.
0: Mm. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah. Let's just dispel the rumours straight away. Yeah. So, your next question is...
1: Hey, hey, sorry, sorry, Adele.
0: Why are you bringing out a camera yourself? Huh? Let me
1: you in this light. I do look beautiful in this light. Okay, smile. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, but you're leaving so soon, Adele? It's time to say goodbye. Okay. Whoa,
0: she's one uh, stern woman.
1: Eh? Yeah. And <laughs> she's out the door.
0: Are you Adele? You forgot to take your umbrella. Lah. Oh. She better take it because I scared later the sky fall.
1: <laughs>
2: Fly FM in New York. Woo!
1: Two New York lawmakers want prosecutors to stop using lyrics of rap artists against them in the courtroom because you know freedom of artistic expression. So oh,
2: yeah. right. So this
1: means if someone raps about doing something like punching someone in a song, it cannot be used as evidence in the courtroom.
0: Because I think this was brought up by the case they had against Takeshi 69 right, where he kind of mm. admitted to doing some bad things he said in the song he was going to do this to this rapper and then like that rapper actually canal whack and so they were like it's you Takeshi because you actually admitted you did it
1: yeah but he was like, "What? This is just artistic expression. It's not. It's not me. <laughs> you know, everybody doesn't like this rapper."
0: Yeah, yeah, no. But because hip hop and lyrics and all about bragging on my. From the time it started, so it was all about how much money I have, and then they would mm. show you in the video clip yeah. how much money they have, mm-hmm. uh, how many people they've had uh, physical relationships. <laughs> with like, I'm being so polite about this, right? <laughs> we
1: have to. And
0: then we they will actually to. show you all these people that have had physical relationships with yeah. because they'll be standing there shaking their backside. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! <laughs> but it's all bragging. Right. All of this should not be taken as absolutely true. It's yeah. fiction. Uh-huh. It's a form of expression and stuff like that. So yeah. this law, I think, it's uh it's a good law. They should definitely implement it. Yeah. However, I think some Malaysian um, politicians <laughs>
2: <laughs> who Uh-oh. can't
0: wait for this law to be enacted uh-huh. here, man, because they'll all be putting up rap albums, like sort of confessing, but not really.
1: <laughs> what would that sound like, though? Oh, I like, think there'll if be like you... this
0: new rap. Like political rap albums Called I Broke SOP (laughs) Under the Table Money, Money, Money Oh my god And the rap reggaeton uh, Super hit Uh uh, I Like to Sheraton Move It I Like to Sheraton Move It (laughs) Okay
1: okay But don't talk about everybody else I'm sure you've done some things That you know You'd be able to rap about as well
0: Oh to confess to all the wrong stuff I did Yeah Yeah with this new law Definitely man (laughs) Fly FM
1: So New York lawmakers Want prosecutors To stop using lyrics Of rap artists against them In the courtroom Because, you know, freedom of artistic expression Which means rappers might very soon Be able to use whatever lyrics they want In their songs Without the risk of being charged for it Now, because of this news Douglas has an entire confession list Written out for us And he's gonna wrap it in a song You ready, Douglas?
0: Where's my snake? (laughs) Look If you had one shot one opportunity to confess all the shit that you did and not get caught because of some dumb new law. Will you capture it? Or let it slip. Yo, my palms are sweaty, knees weak, arms are heavy. I once poured away a whole plate of mom's spaghetti. I told her that it was yummy, but it was cold and yucky. Plus, my daddy churri churi fed us all can. When I was young, the things I did while well, I had an ugly auntie, so I called her a cow. Ain't joking now. What Chinese do you did allow was for me to go to my brother and whack all his I'm pow Snap back to reality. Oh huh? that law only applies to. New York. Uh, no. Fly F-M.
1: So Kourtney Kardashian posted a picture of vegan banana tempura eh? on her stories on Instagram and we're all so amused because that's the thing it's basically pisang goreng. Oh uh.
2: boy. Yeah,
1: she went oh my god this vegan <laughs> banana tempura is amazing. <laughs> but Salis like
0: to do this You know Like the Italians Have been doing it forever Right Yeah Like our me they like spaghetti <laughs> like our mihun Let like, me say Hey, shut up lah We already have <laughs> We already have All these things in Malaysia They give it some fancy name And charge like so much More money for it Let's do a game here yeah. uh, Wanita So you can do A Kardashian voice Quite well <laughs> So We've got a list of stuff yeah. That you will say In a Kardashian voice Right Then I will reveal It's mm-hmm. actual Malaysian name
1: Okay Ken
0: All right, let's Let's, go. Let's go.
1: This is a savory crepe with a smooth, rich coconut caramel paste center garnished with burnt butter. Roti Kaya. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we're having an omelette sandwich with minced chicken and drizzled with a chili-infused tomato-based puree. Roti John. <laughs> <laughs> and to wash it all down, we ordered a caffeinated concoction of freshly brewed Java and hen poured chai. Chum! <laughs>
2: Why FM?
1: So Korni Kardashian posted a picture of vegan banana tempura on her stories. We're also amused because it's basically pisang goreng, up, bro. <laughs> so you describe Malaysian food as fancily as you can and Douglas is gonna guess what they are. I
0: will decipher it <laughs> and reveal the original Malaysian name.
1: Okay, let's go. can you guess what this is? Shredded frost drizzled with a floral concentrate. And sweetened cow nectar, and generously topped with an assortment of proteins, kernels, and jelly. Ah. Got, okay,
0: got 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 milk. Got peanut. What is I uh, give up? What is it? It's ABC, bro. <laughs> ayo I batu champo, man. Oh, you tricked <laughs> me with the dessert. Okay, you got me. You
2: got me. Right? Okay, next one. Okay, guess what this is? Grains mixed with coconut aromas, paired with a spicy sauce. Sprinkled with fishy bites, crunchy nuts, fresh okay, okay, green no, circlets, know. and topped with a sun on fluffy clouds.
0: Um, boy, sun on fluffy clouds. Huh? This is a telomatakaba. This is yeah. lah.
1: <laughs> this one is easy, lah, okay? okay? Now, next one. Okay, so guess what this is? Brought to international renown by Gordon Ramsay. Oh, <laughs> a rice and tender beef stew, slow cooked and braised in coconut milk and seasoned with a herb and spice mixture. Huh.
0: Beef rendang.
2: Yeah! yeah! Two okay,
0: out of okay. three, not bad. La. Not bad. This is the Douglas Lim and
2: Juanita podcast. Hang out with them weekday mornings from 6 to 10 a.m. On Fly FM.